This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. I'm leadership coach Steve Wexler, and our show is produced at the Good Karma Brands Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is the show where we talk about recruitment, business culture, opportunity, with a focus on our own company, Good Karma Brands. It is a special New Year edition of Hired, and in just a moment, I'll be joined by GKB founder and CEO, Craig Karmazin. That's coming up in just a minute on Hired, the GKB recruitment show along the GKB radio network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired on the GKB Radio Network. And as advertised, joining us is our CEO and founder here at Good Karma Brands, Craig Karmazin. Hey, Craig. Thanks for having me. Great to have you on the show on Hired. Heard every weekend along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. So, uh, by the way, what I'm going to do now, I'm going to say Happy New Year. Yes. So then if you choose to redo this, Ashton is going to have to go in and edit this interview. I, I want to put Ashton to work here. I think that's a great idea. We'll just say Happy New Year as many times as possible. So there's a lot of editing challenges along the way, which uh, is a great way to kick off 2024. Before we talk about 2024, though, let's just take a quick peek in the rearview mirror. So much change, so much growth at Good Karma Brands, obviously, over the last several years. But I think since last time you and I chatted on this show, um, new markets, new business businesses, as you think about the year just concluded, kind of what is your uh, self-talk about 2023? So I think for us as a company and anyone, I think you think about like who you are at your core and are you living up to that? So for us, I look at us as our mission being to be that best in class operator of world-class brands. And coming into the year, it may have been a little different. We were a best, we want to be best-in-class local operator of world-class brands. So our job was to take a brand like ESPN and operate at a world-class level. At some points, we own Verizon stores, right? Take a brand like Verizon, operate it at a world-class level. Take a brand like The Home Market, which we own in the third ward of Milwaukee, uh, interior design business, operate at a world-class level. Take WTMJ or The Truth, radio brands, uh, WBEV and Beaver Dam operated a world-class level. Daily Dodge on the digital side, right? That was always our mission. And so we actually changed a word from that this year mm. because it was best-in-class local operator of world-class brands. Now we're saying best-in-class operator of world-class brands. Was that an intentional change in our vocabulary in your mind? No, it was the fact that ESPN came to us and said, hey, we want you to run the whole country for us when it comes to our podcast business and our national radio network. And we had to say, wait, is this what we do? Isn't our thing mm. we're the local operator of these world-class brands? Now they want us to be the national operator of these? And we're like, well, the whole point of being really, really good locally would be that one day they would say to us, right. hey, do you want to run this whole like, thing? Look how good we are at doing this. We know how to do this. Exactly. Yeah. So it was a very easy uh the opportunity to strike one word from that and it really backed up that we had the year of operations that we'd want to have when you have a partner like espn mm -hmm. who has all the choices in the world across the media landscape the walt disney company owns espn they could choose anyone to run this business nationally for them the fact that they chose us meant we were living up to that best in class 
local operator now, you know, national. So can you be great at two things simultaneously? Because it seems to me that you, you still want us to be best in class locally in our markets that we serve and that we uh, uh, operate in. And we have this now network national footprint as well. Can you do both or is that a contradiction? No, it's exactly the same thing. I mean, and we're able to take so many of the great things we've done locally and use them nationally. And we're able to take so many of the great things that they've done nationally and use them locally. I mean, it really is operating the ESPN radio network is just operating one big ESPN radio station that happens to just be on, not just on AM and FM stations around the country, but on Sirius XM, on smart speakers, on anywhere else you stream and all that. So it really is running the same business, just doing it in a different way. And to be at that scale in the podcast business is so important to us because not only is it an amazing scale where ESPN has six of the top 20 sports podcasts, but that's great education for our local markets, right? As we're doing things nationally, it allows us to realize what things we can take that best in class ideas are being done nationally and use them in our local markets, whether it's, again, with an ESPN station, a news station, or a talk station. Talk a little bit about the teammate experience then, because as this transformation is happening, skill sets, experiences, capabilities of the team at Good Karma Brands evolving, has had to evolve, new positions. What has happened in terms of like the skill sets of the people while uh, we've worked on this new platform and this new generation of GKB? Well, 2022 was a lot about that for me. 2022 was, hey, we're scaling up to New York and L.A., but we also know other things could be coming. So we're going to build out a deeper infrastructure, you know, within the company. But come 2023, if something next thing happens, we can't, we're not in a position to just add, 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 right? I mean, that's where, you know, a company can get fat, right? In terms of, you know, a lot of just built in, you know, what we call home office, but other people call corporate mm-hmm. costs, right? We can't just afford to add, add, add there. So it was really about being nimble and, you know, thinking ahead to what are the roles that are most important and how are we going to, you know, keep that teammate experience where we are. And we measure that. We've talked about that before with our 12Q and the way we measure that. So we're very, very on top of that teammate experience. And our fall 2023 score was the highest we've ever had with the most participation. So it is not easy, but that is uh, you know a critical, critical thing as we as we get bigger. The uh, 12Q that you're talking about, this is the Gallup 12Q that um, isn't just broadcast or marketing or media. It's done uh, across the country in various disciplines, industries, right? To measure teammates' experience, attitudes, feelings about where they are and what they're doing. Yeah, ultimately, they're, how engaged are they in their careers? And you know, the more teammates we have participate, the more we have specific data, the more we can isolate on what opportunities we have to get better. We're talking with Craig Karmazin, CEO and founder here at Good Karma Brands. Um, Craig, a couple of sort of dichotomies or that look like uh, dichotomies to, to ask you about. One is we're in markets that are huge. I mean, New York and Los Angeles and Chicago, places that are you know among the very uh, 
top in terms of size and scope. And now the ESPN network, right? Significant national footprint. We're also in places like Beaver Dam, uh, Wisconsin, which is a smaller, you know, very hyper-local market. Um, When you look at that, do you see them as complementary? Do you see that as a difficult sort of uh, uh, duality to have in in the company? How do you think about us in terms of size? I I didn't think it mattered, right? Like I thought, hey, Beaver Dam should be able to still be important, still be able to contribute, still be able to do what it's always done. Um, I was wrong on some levels. I think what I learned was as we got to a certain size, Beaver Dam as a market, those teammates didn't feel like they mattered as much to the company anymore. You know, I used to go to work every day in Beaver Dam. The company was headquartered there. Our entire home office was based there. Now, 25 years later, all of a sudden, Beaver Dam, you know, accounts for a smaller percentage of our revenue, a smaller percentage of our cash flow. And the teammates there felt disconnected from Mm. the mission of GKB, which for me, it's like, wait. Beaver Dam's where it all started. And like, we kept Beaver Dam. And even though we're in New York and LA, we're still in Beaver Dam. Of course, they should know that the mission matters. Right. How could they not, right? And it turned out that they didn't. And there was, wow. a, and I was wrong. And it was a complete disconnection of me being disconnected. And what we did was we launched the Start in BD program, where we said, all right, Beaver Dam isn't going to be just like every other market. It's got to be unique in some way. And we've made Beaver Dam now that feeder market, that market where people are going to grow their careers and then impact the company other places, still providing those services for the Beaver Dam community, still making an impact, still having the Radiothon, still having the incredible results we get for advertisers in Beaver Dam. But at the same time, having teammates who go there who are competing for roles in Beaver Dam because they know it's a stepping stone to other opportunities within GKB. Craig Karmazin is the CEO and founder of Good Karma Brands, our guest on Hired Today. And coming up in just a minute, so we have our eight GKB hot seat questions that have been carefully developed over the years. I don't know if they were carefully developed, but they were developed by a team of folks here at GKB. And uh, we're going to ask Craig those eight questions next here on Hired on the GKB radio network. You're listening to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the GKB Radio Network. We're here every weekend with a show about careers and opportunities and business culture. And uh, today, as we start off the new year, we're talking with the CEO and founder of Good Karma Brands, Craig Karmazin. Uh, so, Craig, the GKB Big eight. These are the eight questions that um, the team developed. Um, and we've been having different GKB teammates uh, come on and uh, uh, take a shot at, at each of them. So, uh, if And are there game, right and wrong answers to this? Uh, there is a scoring system, okay. yes, that uh, is uh, developed and uh, uh, revealed at the end of the show. Uh, I don't know. I think we've only done it a couple times, right, since the beginning of the year. I think Emily Dillinger, one of our executive VPs, uh, handled this. And I think after you do it, I think the following week, Evan Cohen, our VP of content, is going to be on the hot seat. So um, I think they're interesting, and we've had some pretty good feedback. So uh, if you're ready, uh, we're going to give you the eight. Number one, do you have to be a sports fan to work at Good Karma Brands with all of our sports programming and play-by-play do you have to be a fan of sports to be successful? Here? Not at all. Um, I do think you have to have a passion for the company in some way. And some people's entry point to that is sports. But I think there's a lot of teammates 
um, you know, our senior director of finance, Alyssa Kroll, you know, when Dwayne Wade's walking through the office and right. no idea who it is, you know, we have many successful teammates who have absolutely no passion for sports. Okay. So a passion for what we do, but not necessarily that uh, day-to-day sports. Knowledge. Yeah. And, and yeah. obviously we have, you know, brands like The Truth and, and brands that are not you necessarily know, sports specific, but even those people who are working across all the brands, I think it's so many times it's our teammates, right? Like, isn't that where most people work? what they end up like oh i love the team i work with and so ideally your favorite team isn't the packers or the lakers or the bears ideally if you're working here uh your favorite team is good karma brands question number two and i think this one by the way was coined by the aforementioned evan cohen who is our vp our vice president of content and also a co-host of very successful espn uh show unsportsmanlike unsportsmanlike across the espn radio network um evan once said you know gkb is not for everybody um do you agree yes definitely um i mean i don't I don't say that culturally. I don't say like, oh, our culture isn't for everyone. I would say our core values aren't for everyone. There are people who don't want to commit to the level that you need to commit. And Mm. there's a deep level of commitment. You know, I've said, I'm not sure I believe in a work-life balance um, because that would, you know, when people say a work-life balance, to me, that's like, okay, I want to balance my life, which I love and all this. Which my, with my work. And I'm like, wait, I don't get that. Like, your work is part of your life. Like, I think you want balance in your life and your work is part of your life. And so I think huh. everyone has their different approach to how they want to look at their career. Everyone has a different approach to what they expect from people they work with. And yeah, I definitely agree that we are not for everyone so when people talk to us about opportunities it sounds like maybe by extension your advice is hey really understand what those core values mean and what they represent and what it might mean for you if you're a teammate at good karma brands yeah i mean my definition of working hard which is one of our core values or my definition of teamwork mm-hmm. might be something that you're not willing to commit to and that's okay i mean that's why it's good to know right yeah. you better know that yeah and and that's why when we're hiring someone We try to have each teammate meet double digit teammates along the way so they get a feel. You know, I want someone, by the time they talk to me, which is the last step before any new full time teammate joins our team, I want them to feel like they're interviewing us. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I tell them, I I don't know if you're good or not. Like, I, you know, I mean, I'm meeting you for 30 minutes. If you, you know, of course I'm going to think you're good. I mean, that'd be terrible. You'd, You'd be awful if I spent 30 minutes with you and I didn't think you were good. I mean, but you're here to interview me. I, you're here to interview us. It, you know, we have over 500 teammates in our company. People only have one career in their life. So it's a more important decision for them. Mm. So they need to be deeply interviewing us more than we're interviewing them at this point. You're one of 530, which is very important and critical to our company, but you're one of one in your life. And so each new teammate should be interviewing us more than we're interviewing them. So. Great segue to core values. Of the six GKB core values, listen, be honest, work hard, over-deliver, follow-through, teamwork, pick one. Which one, if we could only hang our hat on one and say that has to be our guiding light, our, our North Star, which one would it be? So if the way you ask that, I would actually go with teamwork, um, which is our newest core value. If you said which is the most important to okay. me— I would have gone with be honest. Okay. I mean, because for me, that's the one I can't get over. 
like once I don't have that trust with someone, it's just like done and everything else breaks down. You know, right? The teamwork, the all the all right, the other stuff right. doesn't make as you much sense. You can't make up for the yeah. lack of trust or honesty or whatever. Right. You're so that. that the the honesty is the most important one. But okay. if you were going to say what we're going to hang, our, like I think for us, we've said for a long time, GKB is a team sport. And if you're trying to differentiate us, you were trying to explain how someone works well or if they're going to be a fit. I think teamwork for us is the probably the biggest differentiator in both how we operate uh, internally, and even how we operate externally in our markets. We're talking with Craig Carmazan, CEO and founder at Good Karma Brands Unhired, and we're doing our GKB Hot 8 uh, questions. So you touched on this earlier. Question number four, do teammates have to fit however they see the GKB culture to be successful here? Is there a fit in to do well at GKB? No, I don't, I don't know what that even would be, right? Like, our culture is something that your job is to come in and add to, right? We are looking for people to come in and be a culture add. You know, each person we hire is a unique individual and they have a, the whole reason that, you know, organizations flourish in diversity is when people can be the most genuine version of themselves. So yes, come in and fit our core values. Absolutely. But come in and add to our culture. You know, you want to start a new pickleball league? That's great. You want to, you know, you want to educate us on a religion or a something we didn't know about or some kind of cultural thing? Great. Like, you know, come in and add to our culture, but uh, make sure you're fitting our core values. So a lot of companies talk about, you know, culture fit. I mean, you hear this all the time, right? And I'm not sure if they were a fit for our culture. Are they misstating that or misunderstanding it? Or are we just thinking about that differently? I mean, I'm sure. I mean, there are a lot of companies that are way more successful than us. So if they're doing that, then I'm sure they're getting it right for them. Just for us, I don't ever want anyone to say they weren't a fit for our culture. I, I just don't like that. That that's squeamish. That's like that seems like it's like coded language for something else. Oh, like, okay. So what does that mean? Like they don't like dress like you, or they don't like go to the same golf course as you, or they don't play basketball at the same time as you? Like what does that mean? They don't fit our culture. I I just don't get that. I, I can get not fitting the core values. I can't get what that means to say you don't fit our culture. Question five. Um, a lot of GKB teammates change jobs or positions in our company. Like, I've known people who started over here and now are doing something not just geographically different. I mean, discipline-wise and skill-wise different. Um, why is that? And what does that say about um, the company? Well, I don't think that experience is as important as other people do. I think, you know, the idea of, well, they've done this before. I would always rather have someone who I trust their work ethic. I trust their values. I trust their commitment. I trust their intelligence. I trust that we're going to be the beneficiary of all the mistakes they make in learning something new. And I'll take that all the time. So I would Mm. rather always rather have someone I trust who's committed, who has less experience than someone who's more. And I I look at uh, LeBron James. Okay. LeBron James came into the NBA and pretty early on he decided to hire his friends to be his agent, his business manager, his, you know, his personal assistant, all these things when there were people who were way more qualified. But they were people who he trusted, who he felt like he could grow with and they would grow with him. And now you look at those people, they're no longer LeBron's friends. They're the leaders of the industry who happen to also have LeBron as a client now because Rich Paul has become the premier NBA agent. Mm. Um, 
And did he make mistakes? I'm sure. Did he do it differently than the corporate people would have? I'm sure. But he got that experience. So what's the lesson that LeBron was teaching us, perhaps, by doing that? I think it was that if you are committed for the long haul, that you should pick the person rather than the experience. Now, if you could have both, I mean, there's certainly experience that we need and people that we hire all the time that we're hiring in large part because of their experience. But, I mean, if you have those committed, long-term people, then, you know, find a role for them. So is that why, a, you know, a big resume for you that's got like all of this stuff might be valid and might be uh, appropriate, but is that why uh, you talked about the amount of teammates that we talked to and the amount of different people here that are involved in the interview process? Is that to try to get at what you're talking about, which is experience is great and we appreciate it, but there's a whole other dimension that is harder to quantify on a resume? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people will hire... Um, and they'll say, oh, they have a great Rolodex, right? Like, yeah, they, yeah. you know, I'm not interested in a Rolodex. Like, I feel like if, if we as a company need someone's Rolodex, like, there's enough places you could buy Rolodexes these days, right? <laughs> right like, yeah. there's enough services that can buy connections and all that. We want the person. And we want the person who's going to have that commitment level. Mm. So the fact that they have uh, accomplished other places, that's awesome. And hopefully we can benefit from them doing that but we want someone who's ready to come in and be committed to you know attacking their role with gkb in a way that it needs to be done so i I think that's much more important than the rolodex thank you for uh, spending the time with us and sharing your insights on the year behind and what's ahead for good karma brands happy new year wax and ashton greg thank you and we'll be back with more of hired coming up next here on the gkb radio network this is hired the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? Right, yes. On our show. Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired not only was on our show, I don't know, I think last year? I think so, yeah, yeah, at the end She's of 20. back. I know, a returning guest. Do you she know what that means? Us. Well. Oh, you don't think I should go that far? <laughs> Let's not go. Let's just make the assumption. She probably likes she us, doesn't She might like us. Well, we are thrilled to welcome back to Hired, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager, correct? Correct. Okay, <laughs> at City here in Milwaukee. And Isel, we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again. I'm yeah. super happy to be here again. Great. You know, kind of fun. Oh, okay, great. You know, I am, uh, yeah, she came back a second time. Um, but we want to hear about City Year. Tell us about City Year. Yeah, so City Year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community. Um, essentially, it is in 29 different states, so we're nationwide, mm-hmm. um, serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they, you know, can ultimately reach their full potential. Oh, okay. So this wow. is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though yeah. that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year? Yeah, so we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with 
an everlasting impact on our students. Mm-hmm. And so it can be seen as like a gap year program. So any folks, you know, who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is, that's where city year comes in. And so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third through ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill pulling them out for tutoring sessions, pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them, um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year. Maybe it's my third. I don't know if it's my second or third (laughs) in December. I started December of 2021. Right. Well, and Daphne, I'm glad she asked because we really should, and that's my fault for not starting with you, right? (laughs) Right. Okay. I was was going to dig into that. (laughs) And your journey to a company that obviously, or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose, how did they find you or you find them? Yeah, so I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM, and it was called Public Allies. And so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps. Um, And then after I graduated, I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community. And I had heard about City Year through the grapevine. And I started off as an impact manager. So I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting. So then I just transitioned into this role because I feel like more people should know about City Year. And mm. I hadn't only heard about it because I was in a similar organization. And so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also you know, business culture and what it's like to work in different places. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year? Yeah, the vibe is so authentic but unique and just like, eclectic if you will you know it's there's a variety of different people we want people who come from all different backgrounds have all different identities because ultimately like those are the students that we serve and we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors in our tutors and we pride ourselves in our dbie work um and just really just like bringing all different types of people together for the same mission which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them. This is Hired along the GKB radio network. And our guest today, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee. So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th, but the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job. So it's Monday through Friday serving our students. Oftentimes um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, But it is up until about May, um, again, 17 to 25. It is given with a um, 
1100 biweekly stipend and at the end of your service upon completion of service you're given the Siegel Education Award which is $4,826.50 and that is just for that mid-year position um, but you know free bus pass access to free dental and health insurance wow. um, as well as a two-week winter break um, nine days of time planned off and so many more benefits we'll be right back with more hired the GKB recruitment show Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. It sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation and benefits uh, package. What kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere? What are we looking for here, Isel? Yes. So we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school. So they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee. And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How can, how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training? Yeah, definitely. And so actually right now our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes and so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED equivalent and for the first two to three weeks of service our core members are trained we have externals come from the community um, people are in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information even from national resources um, to provide to our core members to make sure that they're prepared before they go into school so I, I love that. So some training for people who are, are, are ready to take on this important role, right? Um, giving back to the community. Um, so if someone's interested, like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them, you know, bridge to? Or yeah. Go to? Um, so throughout the year, we have different what we call LACI opportunities, which is life after city year. So say that again, life after City, city year, year. Okay. yes Lacey. so right. yeah lacy and so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step that we're not just leaving our core members hanging we're connecting them with other organizations in the community giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state and we even share you know we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education. And we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come. and You can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards. So a question about uh, applicants. No, so I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggested. <laughs> just but, slightly outside. I just, I just missed. Yes. Just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you, by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed, to become famous, and ultimately, hopefully, get uh, chosen? <laughs> 
Yeah, and so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially, you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters, and we'd have a one-on-one. We'd give you all the in-depth information on City Year, and then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview, um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that sits in Kansas City, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email, you know, answering the phone, even if you don't know who it is, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so, um, and then f- moving on um, because there are so many different moving pieces, but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up to- with that, which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year. Okay. Sounds great. How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river. <laughs> um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well. Which is City Year. Dot org? Yes. Okay. So or City Year Milwaukee. Dot City Year Milwaukee as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Isel. Give our audience who might be interested in applying or they might know someone in their family who might be interested. What advice do you have, somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three. Or, right. Not right. Sure, right? <laughs> I'm not sure we ever determined that. Um, what is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved? Yeah. I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, nope, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to school. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then a few weeks later, they call me like, hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because things changed. And there's no problem with that. And everyone in City Year, especially our core members, are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and impactful. Boy, I love that advice, Stephanie. I, I do. I love that. Some of us are still trying to figure out what we want to be when we <laughs> grow up, right? Yeah, we're working with him. We're coaching him. So, yeah, Can you repeat well. the website again? I just want to make sure that people got that. I mean, yeah, definitely. So you can go to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee. Perfect. Perfect. Well, great information, great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also, I kind of love the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a episode. Really, yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities, right? Yeah, so I love change. that, too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change, too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Isal. Isel, great Thank to see you, you again. Yes. So should we yes. schedule this for next year? Right? Yes, 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 yes. Right yes. Now, put it on my calendar. Awesome. Well, always great to see you. And thank you again for thank everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. 
alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. Here's your host, Steve Wexler. Remember, go to www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers to learn more about GKB and all of our current career opportunities. Thanks for being along for the ride today. For our studio producer, Ashton Rotman, I'm Steve Wexler. And don't forget, you can learn more about my work as a leadership coach at wexl.net. Talk to you again next week. And thank you for joining us for Hired on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network.